Now streaming, the Netflix and Swill podcast. gentlemen welcome to the netflix and swell podcast your source for talking about how the live stream for the cure went i'm caleb and i donated to the live stream for the cure and i also donated to the live stream for the cure as well as executive produced for the event so really you you donated your time and your life i know livelihood so i think you're the real hero Last year, I would agree with you. This year, I at least get paid for the time that I took off. Last year, it was I took time off and then um, didn't get paid for it because I was still a temp. No, no. No, no. You're a hero. I mean, based off of who some people are calling heroes nowadays, I don't want to be a hero. <laughs> uh, how are you, friend? Uh, I'm doing well. So well, in fact, that... Um, I, I don't know. Homeboy's about to get paid. I, um, I fucking hit my, uh, quota at the new store I'm working at in a week. Jesus. Uh, so that should tell you how, how busy I am, which is cool. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm going to get a lot of money. Well, I'm proud of you. Uh, I'm recording, Hooray. I'm recording this, uh what uh three hours since we ended the live stream uh and in that time nick and i watched death wish 3 because we just wanted to watch something stupid and fun to to just have uh and that movie is uh exactly that stupid and fun what's the problem with the car just get out of my fucking face man (laughs) we're trying to steal the car it's my car now you're gonna die Look, there, there's like the camera work is uh, actually puzzling. Like, why some of these shots exist in the fashion they do. With, but that being said, uh, holy fuck, is it entertaining? Uh, with the exception <laughs> of all the rape. Yuck! Like, uh, there's a very disgusting scene with uh, Commander Troy getting raped in the movie, and I'm just like, oh no, oh no. And then, uh, and then they're like, "Oh, she broke her arm. She'll be fine." And they show up to the hospital. And what I had to assume was reshoots because Marina Sirtis was just like, "I can't fucking do this movie anymore." Uh, so they they said like, "Oh yeah, she broke her arm." And then they were like, "Oh no, yeah, but she broke her arm, but like all the clots went to her heart and she died." And it's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a thing that can happen. I mean, it, it does, but like. There's actually a sequence where uh, from behind there's this woman who kind of looks like Marina Sirtis. So you're just like, oh, well, they just forgot to reshoot her out of the movie with that. Uh, I, or I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know the whole lore behind Death Wish 3. I want to know more because holy fuck. Uh, also, strangely enough, Alex Winter is in that movie. 
as a, a crony. Strange. Yeah. Okay. So now I know of three movies that Alex Winter is in. That's exactly what I said. I'm like, oh, he, so he's well, in this and both Bill and Ted I guess, movies. I guess four, because I've seen both Bill and Ted movies. Oh, the other one is The Lost Boys. Okay. Yeah, uh, Death Wish 3. Uh, it's on Prime right now. Uh, I know this is a Netflix podcast, but fuck, if Prime isn't like the best place to find garbage can movies to just throw on. Uh, I got Animal Crossing. Uh, how's that going? It's fun. It's given me something to do in my hotel, and I can play it on the internet with my wife, and it makes us feel like we're not uh, fucking like that. Our relationship is crashing down because we're in different states. Look, look here. You, you, you've been separated from your from your wife for maybe ten days. Uh, I spent like one weekend every six weeks with my girlfriend, and our relationship was fine. Yeah, but that was like. That was like the foundation that you built your relationship on. Like it was always kind of like that. Look here, bitch. Whereas me and Vanessa were always together twenty four seven. That that is true. Oh hell, the turntables. Chicka chicka, yeah. That's fine. I'm sure she misses me very much. Me, uh, quick cutaway to uh, Vanessa, where she's like having dance rave parties all night. <laughs> She probably is, but it's probably just her and the dogs. I mean, yeah, she it's like Summer dancing on her bed with the flashlights. <laughs> Tingle, be quiet. Was the lame thing's name Tingle? Uh, Tinkles, I think. Tinkles. I was thinking of the Zelda guy. Yeah, that guy. Who I only know from that one stage in Super Smash Brothers and nothing else. Or from freshly picked Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land, which is an actual game. Okay. Uh, thanks, Nintendo. All right. Um, I'm out of banter. Yeah, me too. Uh, we're we're doing things a little differently. Uh, since we're playing our live stream for the Cure segment as the main topic of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your swill is going to be part of that? So let's move directly into news. Oh, shit, it's mail time. All right, uh, first up, we talked about this, what, like six, seven months ago, but uh, Netflix is officially purchasing Grauman's Egyptian Theater uh, in order to, quote-unquote, save it from uh, closing. Uh, I mean, this was before the whole coronavirus thing in the first place, but... Uh, now Netflix has a theater presence in Los Angeles. Was that deal just hung up for that long, or? Uh, it sounds like it. I don't know. I, I didn't look too much into the, the seems details. Like a ridiculous amount of red tape. Yeah. Well, I think they had to wait because, like, recently it became not illegal, or yeah, not illegal to uh, have a studio own a theater. So I think they were waiting for like those restrictions to finally you know, and before they started drawing up all the documents and such, so. That makes sense. So now this is Netflix's second theater. Uh, I'm fine with one-offs in, in, like, a city for now, but we'll see how this goes. If if Netflix purchases a chain, I'm going to be very upset. I mean, every other theater is basically owned by Disney. That's true. Unless it's AMC theaters, because that would be the biggest fuck you. <laughs> 
All right, uh, and I don't think you've heard about this, but this kind of rocked the wrestling community. Uh, but uh, Terrace House, which is a reality show on Netflix uh, set in Japan, uh, it canceled its current season due to a cast member committing suicide. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, her, I, I, I don't know if her real name was Hanakamura, but her wrestling name was Hanakamura. Uh, and she was 22, and she just felt bullied online. Jesus. I don't know. It just decided to to end it all, uh, based off of you know her situation. So, like this this rocked the Japanese wrestling community. Uh, first and foremost, that's how I found out about it. But then uh, I recently saw that the Terra the Terrace House uh, producers called it quits on this season because it it doesn't seem right to keep it going. No, that's sad. So yeah, uh, just remember that your words affect people. A lot more than you think sometimes. Just because someone has a blue check mark to their name does not mean they're they're not a human being. Uh, uh, unless they say all lives matter, in which case they are a garbage can. <laughs> that made me so mad earlier. The fucking, uh, I'm, I'm assuming uh, you saw the, I think it was, um, I forget which of the Netflix accounts. But uh, yeah, Netflix basically made like a black lives matter tweet and then like all of the fucking top responses were people saying all lives matter and it's like well yeah but that's not the fucking point yes that is correct someone tried to pull up so here's something uh netflix actually publishes workforce demographics uh and uh someone's pointing out that seven percent of their company is uh seven percent of their employees are, are black so it's like oh black lives matter and it's like well just because they only have seven percent like black like black employees doesn't mean black lives don't fucking matter you idiot like i don't know i people are dumb and social media needs to be destroyed like maybe trump has read about one thing destroy destroy social media <laughs> he already has oh that's true uh okay. Uh with that very solemn note, uh let's hop over into downstream because I want to hop into something for once. Baby, I can't control the internet. That's my favorite line. Nick is currently shaking his head and uh s- chuckling at me. I'm surprised we're not hopping into downstream right now. Nick, you hop into downstream. Let's leap. I'd hop into downstream. Thank, thank you, Caleb. All right, uh, our first trailer is for a documentary called Spelling the Dream. Uh, it's about spelling bees, so I definitely won't watch it. Uh, well, that is that is inherently true, uh, but for those of you who care, it's basically following about four or five kids who are at the big, who like participate in the big national spelling bee that gets played on ESPN for some reason. and um, basically follows like oh well they know like they know how to spell anywhere between 60 and 100,000 words and i'm like i maybe know how to spell 500 correctly and then hope to god my phone uh knows the correct spelling of the other ones <laughs> i don't know i hope that in this movie there's one of the kids is like the bad boy of spelling <laughs> he like he spells his word and then, like, vapes and flips a water bottle. 
and then dabs and then like kicks the microphone over. I want him to spell words while playing Fortnite. <laughs> he says the letters to the rhythm of his flossing. Oh my god. <laughs> uh don't put that evil on us. All right, uh our next trailer is for the docu series Lennox Hill. This is about uh well, it's actually just like real life's Grey's Anatomy, I guess. Yeah, um, it's about a super busy hospital. Uh, looks depressing. I don't. I don't know if I want to watch this. Yeah, agree. Uh, I'll tell you about something I I kind of want to watch. Yeah, it's uh, Japan sinks twenty twenty, a fucking Roland Emmerich style disaster <laughs> porn anime. <laughs> It's like Geostorm the movie. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, but still, like, it looks interesting. Like, uh, it 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 apparently is going to center around this family who who is all spread out from, uh, like across their city, and uh, they're gonna try to get back together before you know everything in Japan just like completely breaks. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It looks interesting. Yeah. They'll fucking make anime about anything. It's true. I mean, I'll make, I'll watch this because it's 2D animation in a, a, a good style, so I can't be too mad at it. All right, uh, our final trailer is for uh, a thing I have no interest in whatsoever because the trailer is uh, very ungripping. It's called Curran or Curran. Uh It's a, a show about a town that uh, reveals their darkest secrets whenever a, 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 a town clock bell goes off. Huh. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that from the trailer. Yes. Actually, I didn't get anything from the trailer. I, does, Actually, I didn't really pay attention to this trailer. <laughs> I didn't either. I, I just went down to read the synopsis for it below the trailer because I was like, all right, this trailer is boring. Like, even, even though it's like under two minutes, which like, Normally it's refreshing. I'm just like, this tells me nothing. Like, why should I care about this sh- the show at all? Uh, and and uh, it didn't really give me a good reason to care. Hmm. It's it's when the bell rings. As far as I'm aware, yes, that's what it said. And it's in Spanish, so I'm just picturing the fucking village scene from Resident Evil Four now. You remember? You remember that game? Did you play that? No, I didn't. Like it? It's at the beginning. You're like shooting all these zombified villagers and then like the you fight them for like five minutes and then the church bell rings and they all turn and shamble away hmm okay because they're attracted to the church bell i mean i'm waiting for the re4 remake anyway because we all know that's coming yeah that game's very good even though we technically already had re4 remake on the gamecube remake I mean, that's the only way to spell it. The GameCube remake of the original Resident Evil came out on Switch. I should buy that. Game was really good. They added a subplot about a girl that got turned into a zombie and her parents died and she stitched her parents onto her body. It's fucking weird. Interesting. They like really upped the horror for that game. But that that also I think was kind of the tipping point where it they stopped caring about it making sense. Like, not that it ever made sense. Like, the the first Resident Evil is just, like, a fucking straight-up B-movie, but... You were almost a Jill sandwich. 
Take this. What is it? It's a weapon. It's really powerful, especially against living things. Basically, what I'm saying is that game's a mess. Sure. Uh, you know what else is a mess? So what, you're a teacher? Part-time! Part-time! <laughs> uh, what a great movie. Uh, amazing. Uh, speaking of amazing movies, let's uh, move over to Quick Hits and talk about some stuff we watched this week. Tell me about Sliver. Okay, so, uh, technically I did not watch this on Netflix, but its unrated cut is on Netflix right now if you uh, are really into steamy erotic thrillers. And I'm wondering if Nick is paying attention to me as I talk about Sliver again. Uh, Nick says God in heaven. I'm going to hang myself in the bathroom, goodbye. Uh, I've killed Nick, thank God, it's over. <laughs> Finally. He's served his purpose. Yes. He's defeated cancer, and now we can all, the world can move on without him. It's true. Thank you for your sacrifice. Uh, so Sliver stars Sharon Stone and William Baldwin and Tom Berenger, who uh, unfortunately is not Eric Roberts. Uh, for the first, like, five minutes I saw Tom Berenger on screen, I'm like, is that Eric Roberts? I really hope that's Eric <laughs> Roberts. And it wasn't Eric Roberts, so then I just fucking hated Tom Berenger's character the entire time. Uh, even though it it turns out you're supposed to because he's the killer. Uh, but Sharon Stone moves into this building that ha is like apparently murder building. Uh, and, uh, and like there's no murder investigation. Like it sets it up like, oh, there's, gonna, there's a thriller because people are dying in this building. But then it's like, hey, forget about the thriller. We have to set up all these characters. And then Sharon Stone and Billy Baldwin have to have sex a lot. Uh, also, the camera movement is uh, how you say garbage. It is uh, very confusing as to who, who who shot this and if they're still employed. And if they are still mm -hmm. employed, why? Uh, but so the end of the movie, uh, and we find this out throughout the movie, but uh, Billy Baldwin owns the, the uh, apartment building and has put like surveillance cameras in all of the apartments. So uh, when Tom Berenger killed the girl at the very beginning of the movie, uh, he saw it, but he couldn't say anything about it because he didn't want like anyone to know about his security cameras. Regardless, uh, when they kill Tom Berenger, I think I I don't know. I was uh, too busy talking about Fast and Furious at this point. Uh, but when they kill, I'm assuming they kill Tom Berenger. But when they take him away or get him killed, uh, she when like the demons suck his soul out. Demons suck out his life. Uh, uh, Sharon Stone walks into his surveillance room, uh, Billy Baldwin's surveillance room, uh, and starts shooting her gun at the screens. Uh, and then she picks up a, an old school television remote and says, get a life. And like, you think like once she says, get a life and like, it waits a beat, like, it, like it's going to like do a, a wipe to like simulate a television turning off and the credits are going to roll. You would think that, and that would be a good ending. Like that'd be like, oh, that's a solid ending, like shot kind of thing. Uh, instead, she says, get a life, and then points the remote at, at the camera, uh, and then holds it there for five seconds. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, well, this is now the worst closing shot to anything ever. Like, uh, cut your movie by five seconds, you win. Like, you at least make it, like, 
not good, but like you make it better than that. And like, uh, <laughs> Slivers is a disaster. I, I I sort of talked about this a little bit with Julio and Alex uh, during their segment for live stream for the cure, which is the main reason I watched this. But uh, so f- go find that uh, if you if you want to hear more ridiculous garbage, uh, such as Julio making a compelling argument as to why it's a good movie it, it, with like the last bit little like. 45 seconds of contrarian's corner he he argues for themes in the movie that like if you heard those you'd be like wow that's actually a really excellent movie but when you apply them to this movie they're fucking trash uh sliver gets a one that said i kind of want to watch the unrated cut to see what else is there like is you get about 20 seconds of sharon stone nipple in this movie and i'm wondering how much more you get in the unrated cut okay all right, uh, you actually have to tell me about Parasite the Maxim, because I was sort of interested in this. Uh, yes, this is a new Netflix original anime series. Um, I like this show a lot. It's about a Japanese high schooler, because it's an anime show. Um, <laughs> basically, the premise is, like, there's these little, like... They're like they look like big things of pollen or mm-hmm. like a giant like a golf ball sized coronavirus or something that like they fall out of the sky and um like these little worms hatch out of them and they enter people's bodies and uh take over their brain and like the people become parasites actually very similar to Resident Evil 4 there's uh parasites that basically they they eat the the brain and the head it's so like the parasite is the head, mm-hmm. and the uh, body is still human, a human host, but the parasite controls the body, and uh, like it, it can transform itself, and turn into like tentacles and blades and shit. So it's Resident Evil Four, uh, the anime. <laughs> okay. So our hero Shinichi, he fell asleep uh, listening to his earbuds. So whenever the parasitic worm tried to uh, enter his brain through his ear, uh, it could not because it was impeded by the buds. Uh, so it it tried to crawl in his mouth, I think, but it woke him up and he like freaked out. And uh, so then it like burrowed into his hand. So he wraps the cord of the fucking headphones around his arm and pulls it really tight. And it, like, the parasite can't get through. So the parasite never reaches his brain and instead uh, eats his hand and, like, becomes his right hand. Okay. Um, so, like, since the parasite matured without being able to take over the brain, like, it's just stuck being his arm. And uh, they have to work together uh, in order to survive. Uh, and they end up fighting a bunch of the other parasites, and that's basically the the premise of the show. I'm not going to get uh, too much into spoilers, but um, it's cool. It's a good show. It's uh, I'm probably not really selling it very well, but it it's an intriguing idea, and, and I do yeah. want to see where it goes myself. It's one of the like he basically becomes a superhero, but it's like uh the thing that gives him his superpowers isn't willing to just like 
serve him most of the time. Like it just wants to do its own thing because it's like this parasite that's cold and calculating and doesn't have human empathy. And it's just like, hey, why don't we just, you know, sacrifice all these humans to get the drop on our target that we're fighting the other the other parasite thing. And so it's like this uh, constant conflict between the parasite and the host. Okay. And uh, like, I don't know, as as the show goes on, they become like more symbiotic and like actually work together to fight stuff but uh it's cool it's a good show so we get some we are venom moments is what you're saying uh a bit yeah okay i don't know three and a half it's good all right uh oh i don't know if i rated sliver it's a one like (laughs) you 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 like you're watching it based on the fact that it's it's a movie with like skinamax scenes in it like that's how hardcore. Like we watched the R-rated cut, and even still, some of the sex scenes were extremely hardcore. Uh, so basically, you're watching this. Uh, really, the the game you play with this is uh, when do my parents walk in? Which is you put this, you play this in the living room by yourself, and then you you're hoping you you're like you you play, and you're like, all right, if my parents walk in during a sex scene, I win. Uh, so, so there you go. That's, that's the game you play with this movie. You're welcome, everybody. (laughs) So we're actually gonna sort of wrap the show out here just because like from this point, it's going to be what's your swill. And then, uh, our, our patron review or not patron review or cautionary Terry. Oh my God. I can't talk anymore because of this weekend cautionary tale of Netflix for undercover grandpa. So Caleb, why don't you tell people where they can find us? Uh, you can find us at netflixandswill.com. It's your one-stop shop for all Netflix and Swill things. Um, buy a t-shirt. Uh, nice. Yes. Uh, I have to put up the new logo. Uh, with uh, And by new, I mean like the logo we've had for over a year. I have not updated the logo oh, on Redbubble. It's my fault. I should have been doing this, but I didn't do it. So, uh, yeah, uh, do that. I'll have that done. Since we're not... Uh gonna be doing our traditional outro um check out the show next week we will be reviewing space force uh and on the back of that we'll be doing a patron review for pan's labyrinth yep uh, and colby mack will be joining us for the review of space force so uh i'm excited to have him back on the show yeah that's awesome i fucking love colby he was so good on the show last time he really carried our asses that that's that's true uh so goodbye i hope you enjoy um our suffering with uh (laughs) undercover grandpa starring james con the netflix and swole podcast is brought to you by our patrons gerald from two peas on the podcast nick and justin from the epic film guys podcast paul from the countdown movie and tv reviews podcast the imdb journey podcast julio from the contrarians podcast Ashley Gorski from the Rabbit Ears TV podcast, Nate Wade from the Everyone Has a Story podcast, Bill Sutton, James Delarosa, Ben Kiefer, Chris Yaney, Brianna Petty, and Dan's mom. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at patreon.com slash Netflix and Swill. In order to reach a wider audience, the show needs Apple Podcast reviews. To leave us a review, follow the link in the show notes or search for the show on Apple Podcasts. 
Thank you so much for listening and helping us grow. Our audience is at the heart of everything we do. You make the one-star movies worth it. Jackbox 3, what are you doing? Here we go. $15 donation from Alan of Interrupted Tales. Time to get swill. Uh, Why won't Jackbox Party Pack 3 close? It literally won't go away. It just stays open on the thing. Oh, my. All right. So uh, I have to roll this in special, ladies and gentlemen, before we even get anywhere else. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a cautionary tale of Netflix. Welcome to Cautionary Tales of Netflix. We're Netflix and Swill. You know, one-star movies are terrible. They'll make you want to gouge your fucking eyes out. And that's what this show is all about. Warning people about the dangers of shitty movies. And uh, we are thrilled, ladies and gentlemen. Here on the live stream for The Cure, we are joined, uh, of course, by Dan, who's in studio. And you guys see over here to my right... Uh, Gerald is now in the house as well from Two Peas on a Podcast and the absolutely beautiful, amazing co-host of Netflix and Swill. Uh, look how sexy you look. You look suave and sophisticated right now. I want to kiss you on the face. It's Caleb Brownlee, ladies and gentlemen. I love you. Welcome to the live stream for The Cure, brother. Thank you. How are you? If I was doing any better, they'd be calling me Gerald. <laughs> Oh my lord! So um, I don't know. I don't know who wants to talk about what we're doing here uh, or oh. whatever. But or do we want to do what's your swell first? Is that a thing? I don't oh, have the sound drop for that. Doing. Do I have oh, the sound dude. drop for that? Uh, no. He- Wait, I might. Hang on, hang on. Caleb and I can do it if we don't. Uh, have do it if we don't have it. You guys just do it. Then. Just do it then. Can we please get some alcohol into my mouth? He hates these cans. Stay away from the cans. Nailed it. All right. All right. Uh, Gerald, you bought this for us. Talk about it. <laughs> You're going to shame me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, well, look, I should preface by saying I don't want Caleb to be upset. I brought a bunch of local North Carolina beers. Um, but they're not, not cold. upset by that. I, well, they're not cold. So I just went to the yeah, he has it hit himself unmuted in whereby. Leave yourself muted in whereby, Gerald. You're you're piped through my mixer. Sorry, buddy. Actually, I don't hear him through the mixer. I don't want to Yikes. Gerald, silence your goddamn phone. Unprofessional garbage can. Ten hour drive will do that too. Alright. Uh, is your mic on? Yeah, I mean I saw it. It's not a powered mic. Wait, what? Is that XLR just a piece of shit? I think that XLR cable's dead. Yeah, swap out that XLR cable because, yeah, that thing's uh, just not working. Uh, I'll describe it for everybody. So, uh, myself, Gerald, and Nick are drinking the Samuel Adams Porch Rocker. I forgot how much I fucking hated Porch Rocker. It's terrible. Uh, it is refreshing and tangy Rattler. Tastes like a bag of liquid dicks. 4.5% alcohol by volume, 8 IBUs, and you know exactly how it tastes. Like a bag of liquid dicks. What's that? 
I've got a, uh, I've should got be back in the one box. as well here if we need. Uh, Caleb, Somewhere. what do you have? All right. Well, as a going away present when I left my previous employment, uh, my coworkers all chipped in and got me a bottle of Lagavulin 16 year Isle single malt scotch whiskey. There you go. Grab it is. Uh, I've got another one in that box right there. It's delicious. It tastes like you're drinking liquid smoke. Liquid smoke, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, why didn't I check my audio with myself? Uh, because Gerald just got here. That's that's literally what what it was. He literally just you got see, here, Dan, and then we made him immediately go to the store for us. Yes. The thing the thing that gives the scotch its flavor is the peat. Peat and peat. I don't know if that's gonna be long enough. No, peat moss. They uh, dig it up from the bogs in Scotland. That's what they use as their firewood. So they actually malt the grains over it. And uh, whenever the grains dry, it locks in a lot of the smokiness from it. Mm. So that's what gives. I promise, ladies and gentlemen, all of this, um, all of this uh, Gerald fixing his microphone stuff is going to be infinitely more enjoyable than watching undercover grandpa. Debatable. I've always, I really no. want to try like a good. So, Caleb, outside of like, I don't know how expensive that scotch that you have, that Lagavulin 16 is. I, I imagine pretty expensive, but like, if I wanted to try a scotch that, that was like a good, a good one that was relatively affordable, like 40, 50 bucks a bottle range, what would you recommend? Um, I mean, out of the scotches I've had, this was like a, a fucking big treat yourself thing. I got my first bottle of this. It's like 90 bucks a bottle. Yeah. Um, other than that, like I haven't tried any like sort of mid-range scotches, but I have had J and B blended, uh, which is garbage. I got that for uh I forget <laughs> I forget what show I was on, but there was a there was a run there where like over a period of like three months I was on like seven different podcasts to talk about John Carpenter's The Thing. And J and B is what Mac drinks in that movie, so I got that. And uh it made me very very sick and want to die. Oh. Big fucking yikes. Uh, Dan, you're not in the whereby call. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Gerald, your camera is off. I'm having a temp. I'm having difficulties. <laughs> I have it turned down right now. Are you plugged in? Well, Nick. Can you hear me? Why, don't, why don't you and me just carry the show then? Can you hear me? Caleb, you want to talk about undercover grandpa? Grandpa? Oh, is that what we were supposed to watch? I watched Undercover Brother 2, which is also on Netflix. Hey, Caleb, do you know what I did the whole time? Starring Michael Jai White. <laughs> I I rolled out pasta sheets and made homemade lasagna. So I'm only really qualified to have a discussion about homemade lasagna right now and not Undercover Grandpa, because I paid so little attention to it because it was so fucking boring. Like, so excruciatingly mad I don't boring. Your... I'm so mad I don't get any of your homemade lasagna. I, I I will make you some next time I see you. I made it at your bachelor party in the ghetto, remember? <laughs> yeah. It was a you developing neighborhood. Town that is <laughs> developing into another crime scene. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. How did we not get shot down there? Oh, that was a fun batch because we stayed though. the fuck in yeah, after dark. That's true. The axe throwing was great. The the 
the Pirates game was great. You're welcome. That Indian place was great. Man, like that was just a great, great weekend. And then that was when we all got introduced, or most of us got introduced to Letterkenny, which we've all become obsessed with. Because it's amazing. You're welcome. Thank you. I love you. You're beautiful. You remember when uh, Dan, I was like, hey, let's, call again. I'm aware let's fucking I, uh, hang out and play board games. And then uh, I brought all kinds of board games to my bachelor party. And then I made the mistake of putting Letterkenny on the TV. And then we didn't play any games. Chris Yaney dropping a $30 donation in there. We are now at 3046. Thank you very much, Chris Yaney, for your $30 donation. That is absolutely, absolutely beautiful. So, all right. So, let's take two seconds here. So, what's going on over here now? Oh, well, can you hear me? Is my mic on? Can you hear me? Your microphone's turned up, yes. Can you hear me? No. Right. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Right? Remember when Gerald got here and literally everything fucking broke? Yeah, everything stopped working as soon as Gerald got here. And Dan, you can't hear anything now. No, my my Firefox is Ooh. just like damn, completely shut down. Basically, see, I can see the that sip fucking burned all the way down. Ooh, you know what burns every time I take a sip of it too? Porch Rocker by Samuel Adams. On, Tastes like fucking oh. Lysol mixed with. I was beer. I was gonna guess Cat Girl pee. <laughs> this is probably a close approximation. <laughs> uh, I think I think Julio has it right. I tried to finish Undercover Grandpa. And I fell asleep. <laughs> Fucking Gerald, Jesus God. Gerald, say something. Something. Testing. Nope. Yeah, you you got nothing. You got no juice over there. We're gonna... Are you sure your mic doesn't need phantom power or something? I mean, I don't know. I can hook it up to the mixer abroad. What I always do. That's why your mic needs phantom power. Okay, I'll use my mixer. No, you're fine. No, you're fine I just, now. I just turned on phantom power. Oh, oh okay. Like God. You know what? Get him the God fuck damn out. It, you know God. what? I just got here. Be sweet to me. Oh, I just fucking made He's a grocery run for you. Podcast. Did you even watch under live stream for the cure and swill? Did not. I watched the first five minutes. I feel like is it like hyper picking everyone up now? Like, are we all super loud now? <laughs> I feel like we're all Jesus no, Christ. It's fine. Let so please progress. Gerald is the, way the longer. XLR would have worked. Whatever. We'll, we'll figure. We, can we, can we worry about this after this segment? Absolutely. All right, let's talk about uh, our, our story today, where about a grandpa who really fucked up. It's called Undercover Grandpa. Yeah. Um, this movie is pretty stupid. Um, <laughs> let me give you the IMDb stats. Okay. Uh, this is a 2017 uh, Canadian action comedy family film. Uh, it's rated PG-13, uh, so no one actually dies in it. Right. Uh, despite, like, 50 million fucking gunshots. When the girl he likes goes missing, Jake enlists the help of his grandpa and grandpa's former special ops buddies. This is rated a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb fucking somehow. <laughs> uh, putting it 0.1 stars behind Tall Girl. Um, this is a merciful 94 minutes. So I did a half and half combination of semolina flour and whole wheat flour to make my, my pasta sheets for my lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an appropriate allegory yeah. to undercover grandpa because uh, you know how you work that gluten and you get that nice you know like thin flexible pasta sheet yeah 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 
that was more and then the gluten makes your dick fly off <laughs> that was that was more depth than any of the characters in this movie achieved <laughs> is that depth of stretchiness in the in the lasagna sheets guys i'm only going to talk about lasagna this whole segment because this movie was a fucking bag of dicks this, this, movie, this movie was so fucking bad so just to summarize right. this movie real quick all it is is a kid likes a girl convinces her to go on a date uh by over gesticulating and like flipping his hands all over the place while he's talking to her because he's nervous um she gets kidnapped by some russian guy uh, and then they have to go save her. And that's the movie. I'm going to read some IMDb quotes from oh this movie. Oh my god in heaven. <laughs> Wendell, why don't you just put us both out of our misery and ask Angie out? Jake Bouchard, ask her out? What are you, nuts? I grew up with her. I've known her since I was four. Wendell, even better, it'd be like dating your own sister. In not a creepy <laughs> dating your own sister kind of way. <laughs> Oh god, I have God filters. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've given him too much. Yeah, not have done that. Yeah, um, that so while I was watching this, I um I typed up a list of stupid things that happen in this movie. Sure. Uh first of all, our our leading man who isn't James Conn uh looks like Zach Efron with a Bieber haircut. Yes. Yes. Um They have like generic they have a uh, generic ass bad guys who come from Durka Durkistan. Um, <laughs> we from you can Russia. Tell... You can tell by my terrible accent. Well, well, you can tell that they're bad guys because they have accents, and foreigners are scary. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll say this for the movie: it it kind of gets to the point, like. It's like 15, 20 minutes, and then like the plot happens. So it doesn't like fucking make you watch the high school hijinks too much. Um, so uh, a boy, a boy is stalking girl um, yep. because he's an incel and can't just talk to her. Um, she she approaches him and they talk and set up a date uh, remarkably. But uh. Bieber hair might not get to go on the date because um, his dipshit grandpa uh, gets two nights a month out of the nursing home to come over for dinner. Um, and they get to hear his old war stories and pretend like he's not shitting himself at the table. Um, <laughs> so uh, he he manages to, I guess squeeze both things into the evening like i forget why this happened but like he was going to meet the girl but he had to drive his grandpa somewhere probably back to old person prison i mean yes. the nursing home um <laughs> and uh i guess her car broke down uh then the bad guys happened to be close by yes. and uh she saw them and they stole her uh, so James Kahn starts uh, looking around the scene of the disappearance. It's like, hey, here's a a specific type of shell casing that isn't a real thing. It's a it's a fucking uh, made up made up Russian sounding <laughs> word. Um, and here's I'm gonna spray some luminol on the ground, and the footsteps and tire tracks light up, 
which isn't how luminol works. Um, right. It needs a black light for anybody who is not aware of luminol. Yeah. So they find out that a uh, uh, attractive girl um, tries to break out of her imprisonment uh, by um, picking the lock on the door she's like locked behind with one of her hoop earrings that she bends out of shape. Uh, and this is where I'm going to read uh, one of the cool goofs that somebody oh wrote for IMDb. Oh boy. Somebody took the time to write this. Goofs. The girl uses an earring to pick a lock. Locks cannot be opened using just one tool. Two are needed. One to pick the cylinder and the other to turn it. <laughs> Someone cared enough to write that. What the fuck? Someone, someone was really upset. Um, then what happens? Oh, oh the then what happens is we shout out. So, uh, big, big shout out here for uh, both your own show, uh, Netflix and Swill, because uh, you guys are amazing. One hundred dollar donation from your Patreon, from your patrons uh, this month. Thank you so oh, much, hooray. Netflix and Swill listeners, uh, including myself. And uh, also $88 donation from the two peas patrons. Thank you very much, Gerald and all of your amazing patrons for uh, all of your amazing donations. And guys, that puts us at 3234, 32, almost 32 and a half percent of the way toward our goal for a future immune to cancer. So thank you so, so much for patrons again of Netflix and swill and of two peas on a podcast. You guys are all amazing. Thank you. And um, yeah, what else happened in this movie? Uh, back to synopsis, uh, the the telling of the movie. Can I um, can I just go sit in the corner and cry for the rest of the segment? And you guys no. will just put the camera on. Yes, go yes, go yes, eat yes. your lasagna. Um, <laughs> oh, put some cottage cheese in it. Ugh. Ugh. I got you. Uh, no, 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 not right now. So they they have to hack into the ambulance, like the nine one one call database, so that they can try to track down where the girl's at. Um, so, uh, they go and see the oldest man in the world, um, <laughs> and they bring his nerd, his nerd friend so he can, he can hack the mainframe. Well, yeah, because um, he's a 16 year old boy and he's like, this is the best guy I know. Yeah. So, uh, undercover grandpa has, um, an Arduino board that he like plugs into this like the military cell phone or something an old and like uh, can hear this nuclear nine one one call yeah so like an an Arduino this this happens before they see the oldest man in the world it's um it's actually a product that I that I've owned and have used before uh, it's like a circuit board for like prototyping electronics so it's like a programmable circuit board you can fucking build like little robots and shit with it. But uh, he has one of those that they used as a movie prop. And there's just a single wire going from that to a cell phone. And he uses that to like listen in on the, on the fucking nine one one call. So they have to go and uh, like hack this nine one one database. It's like the fucking, what was it in uh civil war where like Baron Zemo, his brain was like in the computer but it's like an old ass fucking computer with like tape reels and shit. Yes. So this kid has to fucking hook his Alienware laptop up to it and hack <laughs> the mainframe. Uh, so there's a scene of him typing fast and like his being hacker man with his fake ass terminal program, and then he says, "I'm in." Um, well, no. You, meanwhile, the, like the most important part about that 
they ADR over top exactly what he's doing because you didn't yeah. get it from what they said the previous line. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like the the old, 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 incredibly old man who owns all of this <laughs> communications equipment. Um, like the kid is like, well, my fucking calculator has more power than this old ass computer. And this guy goes, well, maybe the Japs have you convinced that smaller is better, but this is the most reliable machine ever. <laughs> and I went, oh, good, racism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can we, can we so very then... quickly shout out the Bubby for a $25 donation? Thank you, Bubby. Bubby. Oh, thank you, you, Bubby. I can't call her Bubby. You can call her whatever the fuck right. you want. <laughs> and then they go to rally the rest of the team so they can, like, go rescue this girl and like every time there's a scene transition there's like this generic fucking like military movie uh like transition music and then they have like the mash font come up saying like the time and the location and stuff which um so the next member the next member of their their team that they go to recruit uh is a climbing expert they say he's a climbing expert don't you know any climbing um, experts? What are you talking about? Yeah. Th- and then totally the next real. guy is a camo expert, which like, what the fuck is a camo expert? Um, so they go and recruit the oldest men in the universe to fight these terrorists. Um, and then there's, they have a map of the compound and uh, there's like, they zoom in on it and like, it's like a pop-up book. And then they're moving, there's like little shotgun shells and stuff that they put on showing their like entry points, but there's like a fucking stop motion sequence of them planning their their siege, which is amazing. Uh, But none of the old people want to do it because they're old and they (laughs) want to be up for the early bird special and uh, (laughs) and they don't want to miss prices right. So um, the, the millennial kid has to give the boomers an inspirational speech. About not quitting. About how shitty his own generation yeah, is. Yeah, he he gives the most boomer yeah. speech of all time. Yeah. So yeah, and then there's like this fucking long, ridiculous siege sequence. Uh, is there anything else that anybody else wants to throw in before yes. we get into the the d- dramatic climax of this movie? Oh, wow. Yes. So there is a goof, actually. And I, this isn't like one of Caleb's cool goofs. This is like the stupidest goof I've ever seen. So, if everyone remembers back to Taken 3, with the scene of Liam Neeson climbing over the fence, we have uh, a mirroring of that. Because James Caan climbs over a fence. Uh, and they do Yes, about a that's on times. my list of stupid things. Okay, so James Caan does that. And then he does like a military role. And then you see him pop up like in the foreground of the shot. Now, if you pay attention, you actually see the stuntman's foot an ass the, a split second before you see James Khan stand up in frame. So, so they haven't even completed the stunt and James Khan just ascends. Yeah. Uh, this is what I wrote down. Um, stunt double flops over the fence and James Khan stands up five feet in front of him. <laughs> My favorite part about um, all the stunt also, work in this movie is, is that literally every time, like 
every time they show the old men, they're moving. I mean, they're legitimately moving. It's kind of like in The Irishman when Robert De Niro has T-Rex arms when he's attacking yeah. that shop owner. <laughs> Only ten times worse because all these guys are moving so slowly. And then you cut to stunt doubles who are moving, like, so much faster. It's just, like, it's not even remotely believable stunt work. Like, it's just... Like if you want to have them be old men, like and and do this whole thing where they can do whatever they want and they can just make them be old, then like why do you have them doing like ninja stuff and like all this dumb stuff they'd never be able to do? Uh, because it's stupid. Yes. Um. Also, at the same time, there's a uh, one guy has to uh, like his his uh, point of entry for some reason is to walk across the bottom of the riverbed in this fucking antique dive suit. Oh my god. So he looks like the fucking, uh, like the little decorations you'd put in like a fish tank, like the old bell helmet and shit. Um, And he's walking across the bottom of the river with his fucking walker. In plastic wrap. Um, Yes, and for some reason... Uh, Diver Dan's fucking tank is filled with nitrous hold, oxide hold on, instead on, of oxygen, on. but somehow he doesn't just suff- suffocate and die. I don't appreciate you giving him my name as part of his nickname. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Scuba Steve, name. then. There we go, Scuba, Scuba Steve. Steve. And just like always, the boomers are completely useless and everybody gets captured. <laughs> Um, like real life. But they're uh, they're so non-threatening that no one just shoots them in the face. Oh my god! Um, like, so they have old. like they're so adorable. So these old men start like fighting these like young men who presumably have like a similar level of training, but they just don't have the the years and years and years and decades and years and decades <laughs> of experience that they do. Um, so like. They they kind of have like a long shootout and like all the old guys run out of ammo. Uh, so the fucking old guy who walked across the river just decides to turn his fucking he has all these batteries on a vest. So he just uses those to fucking turn his walker into the fucking BFG from Doom <laughs> and just fucking murk everybody. He creates his own Tesla coil. It's amazing. Oh my God. This movie's ridiculous. It even makes a sound like <laughs> Christopher Nolan is an executive producer on this. Yeah. I'm amazed that like uh they didn't just show one guy get hit with it and just fucking turn into a skeleton. Schlee oh. is shouting out in the chat, hashtag justice for Jessica Walter, who pops up in this movie as the head of the spy organization, apparently. Yeah. Fitting nicely into yeah. her pigeonhole. And she, and she says I've never cared for James Caan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also shout out to executive producer bane over here uh thank you very much 100 dollars donation from mr brannick and also you guys noticed drew hallam is back in the chat so at the end of this segment yes. before we get into the four o'clock hour yes. we're gonna bring drew in here to do another shot of moonshine hashtag moonshine for drew uh oh god so um in in by the time we get to this part of the movie uh, I was working on my second pan of lasagna. I had put some homemade marinara sauce in there and then some cheese. And I whipped the ricotta cheese with some eggs, some salt, pepper, some oregano, and layered that in there uh, on top of the homemade sheets and, and everything. 
the the end. I don't. That's very good, Nick. I hated this movie so much. This movie's so bad. Um, so then uh, the the old people. My favorite part um, of the movie. The old people fight the criminal, and uh, James Con throws him off the roof and says, "Swear to me," and they kill the criminal. <laughs> um, so then they. Uh, they're they're wrapping up like you have your you have your uh your build up your climax your your descending action uh and then like all the old people are getting checked out by the the ambulances who show up en masse um to give them their hard candies and blood pressure medication <laughs> um so uh <laughs> And then James Conn just has a fucking heart attack. Wait, and, uh, my favorite part, though, my favorite part before that happens. So this this girl, the, the girl is kidnapped at the very beginning of the movie. The only thing you learn about mm-hmm. her is she has an ex-boyfriend who she broke up with two weeks ago. And she was like a childhood friend with our, you know, Zac Efron, beaver-haired protagonist. And then, you know, like the old guys go up to her like at the end of the movie and they're like, can you introduce us to your girlfriend? And he's like, she's not my girlfriend. And she's like, like hell I'm not. And like hell I'm and not. Kisses. <laughs> it's like, I'm just like, fucking, I, for, for that brief moment, guys, I stopped making lasagna and just started laughing. Just, it's very good. It's like, I was just like, what the actual fuck? Like they've had like one real conversation, like, for two minutes at the school before she was kidnapped. And then she randomly calls him to come and get her, which who breaks down in front? Well, was it the old I mean, sock factory? Is that what it was? He, he saved, the, he saved her life with a bunch movie. of old men. So now legally she owes him sex. <laughs> that's very true. Yes. That's true. That <laughs> By Canadian true. law. That is yeah. very, very true. I, I want to point out. Boy sauce in ca- in Canada, we call movie. a slow Cosby love. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Louis Sauce should not be mad about this movie because he's an executive producer. Because don't think we didn't miss the sock factory because we did. Yeah, everybody was aware of the sock factory, Louis Sauce. Yeah. Oh my! I just and then so yeah, Caleb was mentioning so James Con up and has a heart attack and dies. Yeah, and I was, at this point I was like, well, there's there's no way that he's actually dead because they were literally talking about him going into like deep cover by pretending to be dead earlier in the movie. Um, so then there's fade to black one month later. Um, at least they move forward in time. Yeah. So they're, they're at, uh, grandpa dipshit's fucking funeral (laughs) and, uh, fucking Efron Bieber has his cool funeral shades on. Uh, his cool, his cool clip-on funeral shades that clip onto his glasses that he didn't wear for the oh whole movie. My God damn um, so him and girlfriend and old men are sad about things. Um, and then they do like another jump cut, uh, and it's to, uh, it's to Bieber hair and girlfriend walking up to his house. Except now he's got like a cool swept back Corey Feldman ass haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can tell that time has passed and <laughs> fucking fucking grandpa dipshit. Who is supposed to be in deep cover just walks up to him. He's like, Hey, I'm not dead at all. 
No, he's really like, like, well, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite I was color? like, well, I knew that. Thank you very much, John, for your so. $50 donation, guys. Jesus. That brings us to 34096934% of the way toward the goal for a future hashtag immune to cancer. And that, I think, was one of my favorite parts of the movie as well. The surefire way to make sure you maintain your deep cover and your cover story that you're dead is to just show up in broad daylight in public at your family's yeah, house. at your family's house. And be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey, guys. And then, uh, and then Jessica Walter's in the car because they're going off to uh, test out each other's uh, new replacement hips. <laughs> and uh, Grandpa tells him, tells his grandson all about you know, how he's taken Viagra now, so he's really going to be able to put it to her. <laughs> she, Jessica Walter is actually just like, get in, loser, we're going to Country Kitchen Buffet. Yeah. Oh my god in heaven. I, guys, I... So this was a very good movie. Um... <laughs> yes. Uh, I want to point out something that you didn't talk about. But... Uh, Tell me about dinner. it, stud. I will. Uh, I got chills; they're multiplying. Uh, so when they and get I'm KFC, losing control. Sorry. So they get KFC. However, if you look in the box, that was your segue, man. Oh, I know. I should have got. God that. damn it! I fucking hate you, Gerald. Uh, they get KFC, but if you look in the boxes in the bag, it actually says PFK, and I don't know what the fuck that is because immediately after. Everything they're eating out of says KFC. So I don't know what they were doing. You want to know what my favorite part of that dinner scene is? Is that the mother is extremely, like, condescendingly yelling at the grandfather like he's deaf and hard of hearing and stupid. She's like, Dad, do you want to go home? But then, like, she'll, at this, in the same scene, just talk to him in a normal voice. And I'm you just know, like, but yeah, but this it doesn't make any sense. It's like they filmed it twice, and then she forgot what she was doing the first time they filmed it, and just decided to like yell her lines really irritatingly the second time around. Thank you very much. Uh, I believe that was the Velvet Drizzle, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, dropping in a ten dollar donation. People really there. want that Criterion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hold do on. you guys want to hear IMDb re- user reviews? Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Wait, Dan, Dan's on. making us hold on. Hold on. Because hold on for one more day. In, hold on, guys. in reference to what Nick was saying, it sounded like, but father, what if something happens to you? <laughs> <laughs> and I, yes, I definitely want to hear some IMDb yes, user reviews for them. this movie, for the love of God. By the way, Loy Sauce says PFK is Canadian KFC. But why is it both? Why, Why are they is getting both... food from Canada and then... Yeah, and yeah. then having American boxes. It makes no sense. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to spread the love across the world. Fuck you, Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, IMDB user reviews for Undercover Grandpa. Paguzik73666 says, Eight stars out of ten. Surprisingly <laughs> not bad. What? After reading reviews online, I did not particularly want to see this film, but... I had a Redbox coupon for 16 cents, so I rented it. Okay. It was not as bad as any of the reviews said. It wasn't the best movie ever, but I would recommend watching this movie for people of all ages. It's funny and has action, which makes it a perfect film. What the fuck? 
I think the fact that it's a 16 cent rental kind of speaks for itself. 11 out of 16 found this helpful. Oh my God. And yeah, that was John DeQuilla that dropped that $50 donation in there. Thank you, John DeQuilla. And then the chat is just going crazy with things like dirty, sexy money, dirty, sexy, herpes infested money. My brother said if Dan whipped out his unit, the money would go up faster. <laughs> you sure about that? Oh. Christine, said hashtag cocaine is a hell of a drug. Oh my God in heaven. I need yeah. more reviews. More reviews. K. Matt Lack says, one star out of ten, possibly the dumbest movie I've ever seen. This may not have been the worst movie I've ever seen because there were so many terrible movies being made anymore, but it certainly feels like it. Stupid plot with old retired government agent elements swiped from Bruce Willis's red, but much older men. The Robert Duvall old guy young whippersnapper fight scene from Secondhand Lions and what seems to be the now requisite dopey teen love story. Uh, and I was once again reminded of what an awful, truly awful actor James Kahn is. Ugh. Boom. I can't believe I watched the thing all the way through. Another example of the complete lack of quality and creativity in entertainment anymore. Yes, yes, I mean, the I just, studio that no one's heard of. Yeah, they, like, they're they're the they're the benchmark of. I feel like when I when I was watching this movie, like I mean, you guys are familiar with the Expendables franchise and all that, but I feel like they decided to make an Expendables for like geriatrics, nursing home level geriatrics, where like legitimately like you can't even walk anymore properly, or you like yeah, it's just like, but it's just uh, yeah, Gerald's generation. Like, it would have been much more convincing if they would have, like, had a bunch Those of grandkids they all brought along to do stuff and, like, made them all do... I don't know. Yeah, Louis Austin's right um, here. James Conn isn't a bad actor. He just didn't give a fuck. Yes. He wanted to get paid. Jag114 says, 8 out of 10, a great fun movie. What the fuck is going don't on? Don't understand why it's so low rates on here. It's <laughs> a good family fun movie. <laughs> Friend? Friend? $10 donation. $34.29.69. Uh, thank you so much, Randy, for your donation. Thank you so much, everybody, for all of your amazing donations. You guys are all just absolutely crushing it here, making it rain on, on the Netflix and Swill Boys. Voice uh, You guys have now donated, uh, like, despite aside from the actors' oh. salaries, you guys have now donated more than this movie's entire budget. So congratulations. All of That's James probably Conn's true. Um, I kind of, I kind of wanted to just throw this out randomly while we're, while I'm on air here. Um, if somebody donates nineteen dollars and ninety three cents, which is nineteen ninety three, is the year that this game came out. Uh, on next year's live stream for the Cure, I will do a segment of me doing a full playthrough of <laughs> Mega Man Six on the NES. <laughs> Because it's the only one that I feel confident in beating quickly on a stream. That's fair. You can uh, just do what Brantley did at my bachelor party and just consistently run into a and just hole. keep Fuck jumping man. into the pit on metal metal man stage over and over. <laughs> Ashley, fucking die. Uh, also, Loisos and anybody who else who has seen this movie is the year I was born. Uh, Jesus, Loisos, you're a baby. Review for uh, Undercover Grandpa. I'm really I. Oh god! Like it's not even like it's just like everything about it. And I just watched Battlefield Earth, so everything in everything should reflect better. 
Like everything oh, should at least Battlefield be... Earth. You mean uh, Scientologist Passion of the Christ? <laughs> <laughs> everything should at least, by comparison, like feel better or like seem like it's better. But it's just literally nobody gave a fuck. Like legitimately, nobody gave a shit. All the actors in this literally just wanted to get paid, except for the young actors who were like, "Hey, there's a bunch of like old." actors that we've heard of and it would be cool to work in a project with them for some reason it's yeah. like the most passionless thing i've seen since i watched battlefield earth which I, my favorite part was that uh a man who is in gerald's favorite movie of all time goodfellas was in this movie uh the guy who played Polly is is a person in okay. this movie all right he's gotta be old now huh? yeah he yes that's why he's in this movie Thank you very much, Julio, for a $10 donation. $34.39.69. Oh, good, good, good two sentences, Caleb. Does, uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Undercover Grandpa? No. It's bad. It's fucking garbage. It's very bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very bad. What? I just noticed that. Oh, my God. What do you guys want to talk about now? Uh, what, what? So you know, and I know people need to listen to Netflix and so because that's what they should be doing to get all their all their latest things on all things Netflix. But uh, you know, if you could give like a quick like recommendation or two, like for things for people to watch in quarantine, uh, what what should people be watching on Netflix besides Undercover Grandpa? Because I mean, this should all be top of your watch list, obviously. Undercover Grandpa, two, uh... Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Undercover Grandpa 2, um, the the Fountain of Youth. He goes undercover as a 12-year-old. Uh, Bojack Horseman, obviously. Um, I've been watching a Netflix original anime show called Parasite the Maxim. Um, it's about alien parasites that, that uh, like take control of people. But there was, like, uh, a kid got parasited, but it didn't manage to, like, take control of his brain. So, like, him and his parasite become, like, a superhero duo and fight the bad parasites. Uh, it's actually not bad. Uh, Tiger King is fine. You should watch Maniac on Netflix, actually. I agree with that. Die. No one cares. Uh, never mind. Don't watch Maniac. Joe, Joe recommended it. Never mind. Undercover great grandpa, make it happen. Thank you so much, Julio. <laughs> <laughs> Will it just be like a fast or a Furious Seven, where Jason Statham is carrying around like the the baby in a, like a crib thing? Or I don't know what it's called. I, I don't know about baby shit. But uh, he, he a baby shoot, Bjorn. Sure. Uh, and he's shooting guys. I just want James Conn to do the same thing uh, with a baby. You know, because he has his grandson's thing. Child. I don't, I don't care. You see my giant water bottle? <laughs> Is the water I don't huge have a or am I tiny? blue waffle? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, my God in heaven. We should have watched so, uh... literally anything else. But I guess that would be against the spirit of <sighs> cautionary, the cautionary tale. tale of Netflix. Yeah. So you just want to watch Fred too? Got it. I watched Red. I was so was angry with myself while I was watching this. Fred two, not Red two. Oh, Fred two. Fred two. 
we could have watched Fred the movie too. I'm so sad that Ketrin still hasn't seen Fred the movie. I know, right? It's been like a year and a half, Ketrin. Get with the program. <laughs> Someday she's going to be bored and like it's going to be on TV and she's going to randomly be walking by it and she's going to hear, Oh my damn it! Oh what? my damn it! Ashley wants to know, why did you choose it? Because it's a bad movie. That's the point. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina have you education. Have you maybe listened to our show before? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Uh, uh, let's see. Loisaw says, Undercover Grandpa is well-intentioned, but the script is just too hackneyed and the production value is too dirt cheap for it to be passable as entertainment. The film's low moment of redemption... The film's low moment of redemption is a scene in which foreign terrorists are burnt to a crisp uh, by an ancient gentleman shooting electricity out of his walker. And thank you, Gerald, for a one... Hundred dollar donation. That's uh, in honor of that. Netflix and Swell. One of my faves. Look at you, Gerald. Man, my dudes. Dan's right you, across buddy. the table. Why don't you just crawl underneath it and pull his shorts and suck his dick? No, I might. I might. Still on camera. Don't fucking fall for this shit. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Suck his dick heaven. like Chris Yaney sucked my dick in Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brad. Brad says he lost us. Uh, I don't under I'm it's I'm watching the the slider like it's moving as we're talking. I don't understand how people are losing things. Gerald talking to you, right? Hello. Gerald's okay. peaking really bad. Aside from that, mm. <clears throat> Caleb, you can hear all of us, right? Yeah, can you? Yeah, me? I can hear everybody. Who turn me up? Fuck Gerald. It sounds. Well, I mean, it's. It's. Uh, we're gonna have to do some tech stuff while we do the next the segment, which is uh, the pre-recorded segment from Weird Wacky Wonderful Stories. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to do some some tech stuff because so now we're good. A phantom power microphone that needs phantom power. Now we're. I didn't do anything, Brad. <laughs> didn't even do anything. <laughs> Brad, you know what? Brad's probably sitting there like fiddling with like the headphone jack into his phone or into his computer, like. <laughs> Drew, you sound <laughs> fine. Also, Drew, get in here. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys want to do some hashtag moonshine for Drew right now? Yes, Drew shine for moon. Uh, for a second, it sounded like y'all were on built-in mics with heaps of room noise. I think that's Gerald's microphone because Gerald's microphone. Like I said, I had to turn on the phantom power on my mixer in order to make Gerald's microphone. Like Gerald gets here and ruins everything. What a shock! Gerald's a piece of shit. <laughs> Ashley, freaking morons. I know... Uh, oh, I obviously know you wanted a bad movie. Oh, my God. We're going to get Drew Halliman here. We're going to do some hashtag moonshine for Drew because watching Drew drink moonshine is infinitely more enjoyable than anything that happened in Undercover Grandpa. And no, Loisaws, don't even... There's no moment of redemption in it. Yeah, there isn't. It's not even... No. A moment By of then it's too little too late. Brings it... Like, it's something that brings it back to being good... It's never good at any point. It's like, oh, that that's stupid and kind of hilarious with how cheap they're doing it's it. It's just very clear to me. And, and and that's the kind of problem I have with movies like this. And that's one of the things I said when I talked about Battlefield Earth with, with Brad as well is it it just feels passionless. It just feels like nobody involved with it gives a literal fuck. Like they're just doing it to get paid. And it's very, very obvious. And it's really, really, really sad. Like, except for, like, maybe the young kids are like, hey, this is an acting gig, and I'm in it with James Caan and all these people. Like, hey, 
But it's just like it's very clear that nobody fucking cared whatsoever. And the director just clearly didn't give a fuck. And like like Dan was mentioning like all the different fucking wipes and shit. Like holy yeah, it's fuck. like George Luke oh, oh fuck it, just put a wipe in there. Oh fuck it, they pick up the robot and it does a screen wipe upward of while they lift him. Oh my god. Uh I don't know. Drew, are we getting Drew in here? Where's Drew? Are we getting him in here? Drew? Drew, are you coming for to do moonshine? Or are you gonna save it and do two at four thousand? Is that what he's waiting for? Remember, guys, at $4,000. Oh, wait a minute. There he is. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. We have... I'm going to switch over to the single cam. Uh, once again, uh, we got Drew Hallam, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Drew. Drew. Hi, kids. What's up, buddy? Oh, look. Since last you were here, I have acquired more people. Where were you hiding them? Well, I acquired one person and a Gerald. I don't classify <laughs> Gerald as a person. Love Gerald, I'm glad to see you're alive. I mean, you texting so and driving. Me upon arrival. <laughs> yeah, remember when Gerald was driving up here from North Carolina yeah. and we kept getting messages from him in the chat the whole fucking way? <laughs> right? <sighs> oh, huh? my God. So you, sir, and we're already yes. well on our way to $4,000 at this point I can, now. I can see that. So you're going to be coming back. I'm excited. I'm pretty sure in short order. But yeah, we have, I... we have my friend, uh, some moonshine to be consumed. Moonshine. So. It's all, the, the stage is yours, I, my friend. Oh, I, you know, we're, we're going for it again. There it is. Get a, get a nice, good shot going. Here's your, here's your white dog buffalo trace. Hang on, wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, did you do it? No, wait. I was gonna give, I was gonna give you a drum roll. I'm sorry. We gotta do it again. Now you gotta do it over. No, I, gotta, I gotta replace what I, what I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't get any free shine. <laughs> Has to be earned. Fucking All right. down the hatch. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, $3,000 moonshine for Drew. Ooh, that one looks like it burned a little bit. That one burned a little. <laughs> Ooh. Because oh. it was it, it, the, uh, the, first, the first little gulp was sitting there going like, mm, mm. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait. It's, it's, you know what? It's everything, everything that has started to go wrong started when Gerald got here. So it's all Gerald's fault. Go home. I don't know how else to emphasize that it's all that it's all Gerald's fault. Gerald, good to see you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Gerald, you. thanks for showing up and getting us groceries. Glad someone. Uh, uh, why don't we me. get some? Uh, why don't we? Would you, I should give away a prize. You guys want to give away a prize? Yeah. yeah man. Let's give away a prize. I feel like we got to end the segment on a good note after Undercover Grandpa. That's a lot of cum. I feel like that's a good start, Lois. Uh, Thank ha you. Hashtag dicks out for Harambe, and you get a dick pic oh. for me. Ooh, wow. yep. yummy. Uh, let's see. Uh, who <laughs> would like? Let's see. Dan, what should I give away? This is your segment. Uh, a criterion of someone's choice. I don't care. A criterion movie of someone's choice. Okay, so $10 donation or more? Yes, that was or it was five dollars actually. Okay, five dollar donation or more gets you entered to win a Criterion Blu-ray of your choice of a Netflix original. Of a Netflix original. So that includes yeah. Marriage Story, Roma, The Irishman, and Atlantics. So there you, you go. The Irishman is like you get two movies. Yeah, it's true. You can't <laughs> because of that. the link. Yeah. I don't know if anybody <laughs> got the joke. If you watch The Irishman, you'll also get a movie in which a whole bunch of really old men do stuff on screen that you shouldn't have to watch <laughs> old men do. Yeah. 
Should uh, we should send them the Criterion of uh, Undercover Grandpa? Criterion wishes. <laughs> oh my God! In heaven, see a five dollar donation or more gets you entered to win a Blu-ray Criterion yes. of a Netflix original. Dan just listed them off there: Marriage Story, The Irishman, Roma, and something else. Atlantics. Atlantics. There you go. Those are your choices, ladies and gentlemen. Get those donations in before the four o'clock hour when we are going to have some pre-recorded content from Weird Wacky Wonderful Stories podcast running here on the stream for you, uh, Caleb. I love you. First of all, Thank you. massive shout outs to Caleb uh, for, for saving his Trump bucks. He saved all of his Trump money for us and, and he donated it all yesterday during the kickoff event, 1200 biggins. And he, and it, and it gave us, us the greatest expression you've ever made. Yeah. I'm now a <laughs> meme apparently. So <laughs> you're welcome. But up, up, but up, but seriously, thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much for the incredibly generous donation, uh, and it kicked us off in style. It got us to you know almost twenty five percent just on the kickoff event, not even including, and we're already at thirty five hundred dollars. Dan, remember we went for a walk earlier this morning, or no, last night I think we were on the way back from the airport, yeah, and we were mentioning you know kind of trying to map out like maybe what amounts we might be to by what point, and I think this is where we were hoping to get to by the end of the day. So the fact that we're yeah, already right. here is 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 just amazing it just shows how absolutely amazingly generous you guys are out there uh so thank you so much really 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 appreciate it look at this guy you know what that is that right there is a donation of thirst ladies and gentlemen drew hallam twenty dollars dropping it in there pushing that total ever closer to four thousand because he really wants to drink some more moonshine all these people just want is a criterion that's it and you know what else, guys? I, I got to bring it up again only because I want to play the absolutely amazing screen image. But $4,000. It's jerky time again, baby. I'm behind on that. So loud. <laughs> volcanic jalapeno, ladies and gentlemen. The volcanic jalapeno <clears throat> is our $4,000 jerky. So once we hit $4,000, we are going to be ripping open more carnivore candy and it's going to be absolutely uh, absolutely amazing daniel's waving at me gerald talk what, what temperature do you want the oven at? i'm behind on carnivore candy i have to do my 2k what'd y'all do mango mango habanero or what'd you do no we did smoky sriracha we no, already ate it all sriracha. gerald we were hungry i need to do it though because i was part of the it's deal gone. right the whole it. thing's gone <laughs> he took the rest of the Jesus. sriracha to pick up dan <laughs> wait Dan, Dan, get the bottle of sriracha. We'll just squirt some dungeon. <laughs> <around. laughs> That's not going to work. Here. We got, we got the, uh, pineapple habanero hot sauce. There Here. we go. Maybe on a... Hold out your finger. Here we go. Wait, let me get him, let me get him get front and center on the single yeah, hold, can. Yeah, hold your finger. Rub it on your gums. It's right here, dude. Close to the camera. Put it on my finger. I don't want it to get on my Mac. That's good. Rub it on your gums so you don't get addicted. Can you bring me a glass of milk? <laughs> <laughs> no, get fucked. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just gonna kidding. stab him. No, that was good though. The spicy. That, that stuff is really so good. It's got a little something. That, that stuff is really, really good. I'm a really big fan of that stuff. All right, well, um, that was my 2K. There we go. So yeah, so once we get to four thousand dollars, more moonshine for Drew. The next level of carnivore candy up. Like I said, we're going for volcanic, volcanic. God, Caleb, teach me how to talk words <laughs> why waste time say lot words when few words do trick <laughs> hooked on phonics learn me to spoke um. <laughs> the trick is to undercook the onions well Everyone golly mr taggart you use your tongue pot. prettier than a 20 dollar whore 
<laughs> oh my god in heaven so we just got a couple minutes left with the netflix and swill boys uh dan's already here so he already knows uh what? everything and he's just doing whatever but caleb since we we're, we're not going to get to hear your beautiful voice much for the rest of the stream um tell us you know yeah, tell I'll us be where we can find you out there on the web where, where they can find your show out there and uh you know a little bit more about netflix and swill Netflix and swill.com. That's Netflix and swill.com. Your one stop shop for all things Netflix and swill. Uh, we are a podcast. We're on podcast hosting services where you can listen to us. Um, I don't have a fucking blue waffle. It's true. Um, also, check out Rabbit Ears, our uh, little, our little baby bird that we're nursing back to health and pushing out of the nest. No. <laughs> uh Caleb Christiani wants to know, uh will we see you next Tuesday? Um you'll see me at the movies. There we go. Mhm. Zinga. Wait, wait, I'm never ready. <laughs> you even did it yourself. I get excited. I just get excited, and knock, then I want to jump in penny. there. Knock, 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 penny. Knock, knock, penny. What How shell dawn? dare you? Bazinga. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> that was funnier than anything I've ever seen on the Big Bang Theory. Uh, Caleb, I love you. Uh, thank you so, so much for taking a little bit of time on your uh, Thursday afternoon to join us. Congratulations again on your promotion. Uh, Caleb Thank just you. got uh, got uh, uh, a big, now, big promotion. Now we just need to see if I can find a place to live. I mean, no, I'm sure you'll be able to. I'm sure you'll. No. I'm sure you'll do fine. Can't have it all. I'll just be a vagrant. <laughs> can't have it all. Or you could just be a vagrant. That's, that's always <laughs> fine. All right, that was a, that was a really good uh, joke, Joe. I'm oh, really thank proud you. Of you. Thank you. I knew you'd come around to me. My lord. So uh, we're going to say goodbye, ladies and gentlemen, to Caleb. We're going to say goodbye to Drew for a short period of time because he's going to be back really, really soon. Uh, I have to believe. And we actually have some pre-recorded content, ladies and gentlemen, coming at you from the Weird, Wacky, Wonderful Stories podcast. And coming up after that, we are going to have some pre-recorded content from excuse me the jason and mindy podcast uh and we're going to be checking in so you know uh don't go away make sure you guys are hanging out in the chat because we're going to be uh hanging out in the chat and um doing things um is anybody else going to donate five dollars five dollars for your thank you your your uh criterion netflix original so far we only have drew in there and i mean no no no, no, it was for the whole hour that was for the whole hour yeah, I thought it was for the whole. I hour. don't know who donated in the whole fucking hour. Are you kidding me? Well, I did. Get the fuck out of here. What my marriage story criteria? Now is. you're do- now you're gonna make me do a whole bunch of goddamn work. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't done enough. You have to do more. Oh. Yeah. How much of a pain in the ass it is to pull up the goddamn Streamlabs website and pull up the entire dono list? No. A lot. But is it more of a pain in the ass to do that or watch Undercover Grandpa again? <laughs> Ashley says she <laughs> donated four ninety nine. <laughs> Well done. Ashley, I love you. BBT greater than undercover grandpa. What the fuck is BBT? Big black. <laughs> Big booty hose. <laughs> bump with it. BBT. So many uh, things it could be. I, I don't even know. Big Bang Theory? I think that's what it's supposed to be. Oh, we were talking about uh, the Big Bang no. Theory. I'd rather watch Undercover Grandpa 500 million times than uh, Big yeah. Bang I was, Theory. I was trying to make it fit with like Big Black Cock. Here we go. Yeah. Thank you very, very much, Ashley, for your $4 and uh, <laughs> donation. Well done. 
my God in heaven. She also does forget, though, that she donated $25 earlier in the segment. Loaded up. Only Ashley in the only Ashley in randompicker.org. Oh, my Lord. So, all right. So, if we go all the way back to here. There we go. Get it in here like so. I'm so sorry, Ashley, but I still have to include you in the drawing because you were in there. I hope she wins, and then I'm going to buy her the Irishman. Nice. <laughs> that that's probably the movie she likes the least. Oh, hang on! I have to remove, I have to remove <laughs> undercover grandpa from here. She says no. <laughs> All right, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let us roll that drum Come on, please, once again. Please, Your winner, Randy. Oh, there you go, Randy. Randy from the Miserable Retail. Randy, slave. I'll hit so, you up on Twitter. Yep, a, uh, a a Blu-ray of your choice, a Criterion Blu-ray of your choice. Thank you very much, Ashley, again, for that $4.99 donation. Uh, <laughs> I really, really love you so much. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so goodbye, Caleb. I love you. Thank you so much again for your massive uh, Trump Bucks donation earlier on uh, yesterday during the kickoff event. Thank you very much, Drew. We will see you at $4,000, my friend. Netflix and Swill is an independent podcast. As such, we believe in the scrappy underdogs of the podcast world. If you're an indie podcast and would like us to run your promo on our show, please contact us. The little guys need to stick together. If you enjoy what we're doing, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and telling a friend. The more we grow, the better the show will be. Thank you for being part of the Netflix and Swill family.